Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Aaron Eisman. They call me Rabbi E. This is the Not Hebrew School podcast. I'm here with Lizzie Savetsky, ready to dive into this week's Torah portion, the portion of Pekude, the final portion in the book of Exodus. Robinson, how are you today, my friend? Baruch Hashem, the sun is shining and we're learning Torah. Tonight, Shabbat starts. How could I be bad? What, what, you know, sometimes you think, how can it get any better than this? This is, uh, uh, hopefully this Torah will shine light on the world. The world is unfortunately going through some really crazy, uh, crazy, crazy darkness. And uh, just imagine what's going on in the Ukraine and, uh, and just uh, um, our, our thoughts are with the people there and the people in, in, uh, in danger anywhere in the world. And this light should merit to be a source of, of light to, to, to them, to us. And we should merit to be have world peace, unity, happiness, connection. And only blessing for everyone in the world. Amen. Amen. I I said to my followers just before this that I need it this week so badly. I have that big God-sized hole right here that I need (laughs) Rabbi E to fill with some Torah. So well, we uh we all do. And actually the uh the the, the Torah portion is exactly it's funny how you sort of uh stumbled on 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 that concept of filling our filling ourselves. With, uh, with what's natural to us. We're certainly a body. We're a physical body. We <laughs> eat and sleep and, and, uh, and shelter. But after that, we need to live. We need to feed our soul. And uh, you know, we, you know, we know, we, you know when God created mankind, this is not this week's Torah portion, but just so you got me off on a little tangent. When God created mankind, God said, God blew into us a breath of life. And animals are also alive. But it doesn't say that God blew into the animals a breath of life. The difference between animals and humans is that humans have a very, very dangerous thing called free will. And animals, you know, a dog was never walking down the street and saw maybe a piece of meat and said, no, nah, I'd love to have that meat, but, you know, it's not kosher uh, or it's not mine. I'm not going to eat it, right? Animals don't make ethical decisions. They might choose between meat or water, but they're not going to choose if it's ethical or it's not ethical. Human beings are the only creation in the universe that can make ethical, moral decisions about right and wrong. And therefore, we are in the image of God in that way. We can make moral decisions. And therefore, if we don't make those moral decisions, then we just sort of shelter, eat, and drink, and do it again tomorrow. So then obviously, we're not expressed. We're, 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 we're leaving a part of ourselves completely dormant because I am so much more than an animal, I, and therefore I need to do so much more than an animal. And, uh, and therefore, we need to study Torah. So let's just jump right in. Here's how it goes. This week's Torah portion is the book of Pekude, the portion of Pekude, and the past uh, four or five portions are all about the building of the Mishkan. And if you ask me, what is a Mishkan? I'll tell you, a Mishkan is a tabernacle. And if you ask me, what is a tabernacle? I'll tell you, it's a Mishkan. So a, what is a Mishkan? A Mishkan is, is a home for God. 
the Jewish people, when they're traveling through the desert, again, this is the last book of the book of Exodus. So the Jewish people got out of Egypt and they got the Torah and they're traveling through the desert. And in the desert, they build a portable home for God, just like the the Western Wall is a final retaining wall of the temple in Jerusalem. So the Jewish people had a Mishkan, a tabernacle for God in the desert. So the question is, to, uh, now, so this four or five portions, five portion detailing the instruction of building this tabernacle. It's an amazing thing. The creation of the world, the, the, the building of the entire universe was, yeah, I think it's like uh, 15, 20 verses. And the tabernacle is hundreds of verses of how to build this tabernacle, the size and dimensions and materials and measurements. And it's like, what is the purpose? Why do we need to know such incredible detail about the building of the structure? That's question number one. You hear the question? Why do we need to know such incredible detail about building this thing that we're not really sure what it is? Well, we know what it is, but we're not building it today. So why do we, you know, when, we, when we're going to build it, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll know it. But why, why, why the detail? That's question number one. Question number two is that the Jewish people were so enthusiastic to give that they gave and gave and gave until Moses said, okay, enough. That's enough. Stop bringing. So the question number two is why, why, the, why, why the detail of the donation? It is a nice thing that they were, uh, they were, they were giving so much, but what, what, what can we learn from that? And question number three is that the Nisim, the leaders of the tribes were actually punished because they didn't give, but they gave a very, very beautiful offer. The Nisim, the leaders of each tribe said, you know what, Moses, you collect from the people in order to build this structure and we will make it up. Whatever everyone else doesn't do, we'll make it up. Now, it seems like a great offer, a very generous offer, perhaps a fundraiser's dream that like, <laughs> wow, you know, you, you go to a donor and you, you're trying to build a building and you go to donors and you know, you go, go to everyone else and we'll make up the, the rest. So why, why were they punished? It seems like a beautiful thing. So those are our three questions. Let us jump right in. The point of the Mishkan, what is the, 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 uh, the point of the Mishkan? You see, the Mishkan in a way was a little bit of a sad occurrence because the Mishkan came after the uh, serving of the golden calf. And the golden calf was, was idol worship. And really, the Mishkan is a home for God. And God's home was within each one of us before the sin of the golden calf. And this is sort of a punishment where God is no there's going to be a physical structure that houses God and a little bit less perhaps within each one of us. So the 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 Mishka was a little bit sad. <clears throat> so why the detail? And the answer is because the Jewish people were so incredibly grateful to God for what God did. And he took them out of Egypt and he did the 10 plagues and he split the sea and he gave us the Torah and he and, and he and he gave us the manna in the desert and he protected us from the clouds of glory. They they finally they have this opportunity to sort of give back even after the sin of the golden calf. They were able to give back. There was an incredible enthusiasm to give and to to do and with detail, true giving and true loving is the detail, right? You know, you buy your spouse a gift, right? You don't say, here, you know, here's a gift certificate or, uh, you know, 
or you know, like uh, let, uh, let's go somewhere. No, you do details. The details matter. If you love somebody, if you care for somebody, you put tremendous thought into it. So the details of the Mishkan, how to do it, and the structure is incredibly important. If we're talking about the structure of of the house of God, which comes from incredible enthusiasm, that's why the Jewish people were, were just giving and giving and giving because they wanted to show this this gratitude. They wanted to they wanted to to just continue giving. And as you said before, Robinson, that um, you know you know you you feel like you need to study Torah in order to fill a God shaped hole within you, and that's the, that's the truth. That's the that's that's the you know the Jewish people were. We're, we're in the desert and we, we are reading this portion and we're supposed to be internalizing these messages and we look around all the gifts that we have. If we're not living in a war zone, if we're, if we're healthy, if we're not in the hospital, if the fire engines didn't come to your house last night, if the ambulance didn't come to your house last night, if you didn't sleep on a park bench last night, if you don't have a seeing eye dog, if, you, uh, if, if, you don't, if you're able to function in a healthy, normal way, you're able to, to get around, you have a livelihood, whatever blessings you have in your life, we need to express them and with detail and with thanks. And the Torah is 613 uh, ways to flex your soul. And true happiness obviously comes from expressing my soul, right? If I'm, if I'm a physical being, so then, then I, I express myself physically. But if I'm a physical and spiritual being, you know, I, I give an example uh, to my students. Imagine you are, you know, you, you and your friend are sitting down on the couch waiting. You know, you're looking forward to a you know, Sunday, a long Sunday afternoon. Uh, you're going to sit and binge on, on Netflix and you got the beers and you got the chips and you got the pizza and you're all ready to just sit back and uh, waste the entire day. And then suddenly the phone rings and tragedy strikes. It's your grandma. And your grandma says, hi, honey. And you say, uh, hi, grandma. And she says, honey, would you come over and help me clean out my attic? And your body's like, no, 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 no. But your soul is like, do it, do it, do it. So imagine you went out and you go help out your grandma. And you, you go, that night you get into bed. Your body might feel a little bit run down and worn out and tired, but your soul is dancing the kazatska. Your soul is, 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 is partying and alive and happy. True happiness is living 24-7 in a physical, healthy state. I'm, I have food. I have, I have hydration. I have shelter. But <coughs> after that, also, my soul is alive. I'm living in a way that... I feel alive. I'm expressing my true self. I am alive. And the Jewish people had an opportunity to give back to God. And details matter. And, and donations matter. And they enthusiastically came out to build this house for God. And I want to tell you a little secret that we don't have the Mishkan now. We don't have the tabernacle now. But we can build a house for God, a Mishkan. I, you, if you look in the mirror and you will see the modern day Mishkan, we are a, a, a home for God. We are the Mishkan for God. You see, the Mishkan is the, is the, is a home for God in space. Shabbat is a home for God in time, right? We're, we're building a home for God. You know, after the Jewish people, uh, 
brought so much material, so much, so much, so much stuff. Moses asked God, what should I do with all this extra? And God said, you should build a Mishkan HaEda. So the Medrash explained, a Mishkan HaEda is a, a Mishkan, a tabernacle of, of Edus, is, uh, is testimony, right? That, that it, and, and now, it wasn't a physical structure. It was a, it was a testimony that when going above and beyond, that is a testimony to our relationship with God. Why would somebody celebrate Shabbat? You could be working seven days and making more money and, you know, maybe going to the beach or maybe uh, going on vacation, right? And instead, you're stopping your activities, you're, you're, uh, you're refraining from work. You know, somebody insults you and you don't respond. You're, uh, you know, maybe you're, you know, you're offered a business deal that's not 100% kosher and you turn it down. All these instances are times when we are going above and beyond for God. We're going above our animal nature and we're sort of expressing our soul. We're, we're bringing our soul life and we're bringing our connection to, to the infinite. And, right. and therefore, so that, that is the, the lesson of this week's Torah portion is that the, the, the go all in, go with right. enthusiasm. And, and, you know, the word Jew comes from the word, what does the word Jew mean, Mrs. Savetsky? <laughs> the word Jew means, it comes from Hoda, Yehuda, to thank. Right, the, the 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 nature of a Jew is a thanker. We are thankers. I didn't because, know that, and I love that. I'm going to be repurposing that. Yes, that's, with the gratitude, uh, people. 100. We are we are thankers, and I'll tell you even deeper. Hoda comes from modim, moda to, to to admit. How do you be a thanker by if you become an admitter? I only have to thank you if I admit you did me something. Yes. If if I can't admit and recognize that you. Yes gave to me so then i don't thank you but if we recognize all that god has given to us and we recognize all the gifts that we have and we recognize all the blessings we have in our lives then we will we then we will be grateful we'll be thankful and i'll tell you something sad Robinson. and unfortunately some people go through life without ever expressing their true self and they can't understand why don't i feel empty why don't i feel yeah. happy why don't i feel satisfied i know what it is i need to get a new car or I need to get a new house, or I need to right. get a new job, or I need to, do, need, to, need to get a new wife, or new kids, or a new neighborhood, or maybe you know what, I'll travel to the other side of the world. But you take yourself wherever you go. And, right. and, and the only way to satiate that hole in your, the God-shaped hole in your heart is with God. That's the with only God. way to do it. I was, I was actually wondering if the reason for all the detail in the Mishkan is because we are physical beings, you know, we, we are also animals. So do we need all these physical things in order to connect to the spiritual? I mean, I just, I was wondering that because I know for me, sometimes it takes me doing something physical um, to awaken my soul, um, you know, to connect to it. Um, like that, like, a, like lighting the Shabbat candles and having the Shabbat meal, um, you know, that's how, I'm able to connect um, to God. Of course, we we are we're hybrids. We're not two separate beings. It's a hybrid. We're right. the same thing. You make kiddush on on Friday, make kiddush, and then you drink the wine. Right. So you, you said a theoretical statement, and then you drank it. You internalized it. Right. So you're right. You light the Shabbos candles. You're bringing down the light of spiritual. It's very much a marriage between the physicality and the spirituality, and and yet building a physical structure in each. 
each measurement. I, I would say that uh, you know, you know, there's we could do classes on on the measurements. Why, why this length? Why this length? And you know, all these different. You know, they, they, you're right, 100. They certainly uh, signify uh, different aspects of bringing bring spirituality into the physical. That's what our mission is. Our mission is yeah. not to sit on a mountaintop and meditate and and uh, not talk no. to It's to go out into the world and do business and yeah. interact with people and bring godliness, bring spirituality into the world. Yeah, and so building the Mishkan is going out into the world and living the thankful, gratitude, Jewish life. Um, you know, cleaning out your grandma's attic and, um, you know, for me, posting something on social media, inspirational, like using that as a tool. Um, I love like doing this now is like how we're building our Mishkan in this day and age. hundred percent. And, and, and like we said, we don't have the physical manifestation, Mishkan, the, the Mishkan in space, <laughs> but we do have a Mishkan in time. And that is, that is Shabbat. And really any time you know, I was on the phone with a, a, two, a couple nights ago, I was on the phone with somebody. They said something incredibly insulting to me. And I, you know, I'll publicly tell you right now his name. And I'm just kidding. I'm going to tell you his name. But, but somebody said something very insulting to me. And I didn't respond. And he's like, are you there? I'm like, I'm like, yeah. And he's like, he said it again. <laughs> like, and then I didn't respond. He's You're like, like, I heard oh. you, bro. <laughs> so I didn't respond. So that is. That is that is building a Mishkan in this world. I'm right. building a home for God in this world. If we want to have God sort of reside within us, we have to make it into a home that is that is welcoming and a home that is um, that we're you know if if the if the infinite is coming to live with us, right? We sometimes you know people say, oh, I hope God helps me with this business deal. I hope you know helps me in my business or my right. And then they do something a little shady or do something a little bit you know not so kosher. Like that's the shortest way to sort of ex- make sure God is not welcome, right? The Chosamos God's seal is truth. So if you do something that's okay, I don't know, you know, it's not so kosher. So then, okay, fine, you're on your own. But if we sort of act in a way where God, where we are a tabernacle uh, for God, we act in a way where uh, God is able to manifest. So then, uh, that's the the secret. So this week's Torah portion, why the details? The details is because details matter and the enthusiasm matters. And that's, by the way, we didn't answer the third question. The third question is, why were the Nassim, why were they punished? It seems like a very beautiful thing. They said, we'll make it up. At the end, we'll make it up. And the answer is, when someone does you a favor, you don't say, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. You say, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. The, the passion, the emotion, it's too, it was too, perhaps, again, this is, you know, the, the, perhaps it was too calculated. Like when you have gratitude, you just here give here. Let me just give. I'm not gonna don't, don't be so calculated and 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 uh, cerebral. God is doing for you. Get, you have an opportunity to give. Go go go. Bring it on. So the the details of the Mishkan and the the intricateness and the the uh, sophisticated structure that was built and the details that we <laughs> internalize is to sort of remind us that true self-expression is when we build our own mishkan in our lives in the details if we're you know you're you're going to visit the sick do the details come you know bring flowers or 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 do it in a friendly way or or someone's insulting you like you know the 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 mishkan is built with the details and the details of our daily lives we too can build the mishkan and that as you said is true happiness because 
uh, when my soul is expressed and my body is expressed together, that's how we live a truly happy life. What do you say, Robinson? I say thank you so much, Rabbi, and I'm grateful for you for this right now. Thank you so much. This was awesome. Yes, it was. Uh, it was truly awesome. But it's uh, uh the, all those of you who are tuning in. This is uh, our heritage, the Torah is our heritage and you know the the torah portion has a special meaning for the week that it comes so let's internalize it and you know the world needs so badly for us to set an example uh to make our lives into places where the infinite feels comfortable and uh let's let's all do that and uh all merit the speedy redemption and have world peace happiness unity serenity and everyone have a beautiful shabbat Amen. Amen. Serenity and unity. I, we need those things now more than ever, Rabbi. I, I love that prayer. Um, and I, I really appreciate this message today. I think it is so important and so beautiful. Thank you so much, Robinson. Thank you, everybody, for tuning right. in. Have a beautiful Shabbat. Shabbat Shalom. All the best. Take care. All the best.